Welcome to the Soft Serve, the cosmic weather guide for your week ahead. I'm Annie and I'm an astrologer and your cosmic weather woman, helping you to integrate the magic of astrology into your everyday life. This week we'll be looking at the planetary movements for the week beginning the 31st of July. So we are one week into Leo season. This week we have the full moon in Aquarius happening on Wednesday and full moons are of course uh, when the moon is in the opposite sign that the sun is in. So Aquarius is the opposite sign of Leo. So the main energy for this week really is the full moon and how that's going to sit both opposite from the sun but also opposite from Venus which is also in Leo and it is currently retrograde so I'll talk a little bit about uh, the full moon in a minute but I just want to talk firstly about the Capricorn moon that we're having at the start of the week and we're also at the end of the month on Monday and then Tuesday begins with the start of August I saw someone uh, wrote before that it's annoying that uh, a new month starts on Tuesday and that they should have just made July a 30-day month. (laughs) And I do kind of agree. It's always a bit weird. But anyway, we have this sort of end of month wrap up happening uh, on Monday. And, you know, the end of month is always a nice time to just think about the month past, you know, think about the month coming forward, you know, As I've said before, there's just so many cycles throughout the year for you to, you know, reflect and then begin again. So the end of the month, start of the month is always a really nice time. So for Monday and Tuesday, we're going to have a Capricorn moon and Capricorn moons are obviously very earth infused um, because Capricorn is an earth sign and they're very practical and, you know, often all about work, all about achievements So there is that energy infused in the end of the month, the beginning of the next month. You know, we're still kind of in tax time. So if you haven't done your tax return, that's very kind of Capricornian in its sort of sensible business area. So maybe at the end of this month, you want to do your tax return. Uh, There's many other things you can think about. You might be thinking about your finances. You might be thinking about like career goals and aspirations Uh, there's a lot of different ways in which Capricorn energy plays out. You might be uh, wanting to take more of a leadership role in many areas of your life, including your romantic life. You might want to be asserting yourself more or being a bit more of a boss. Capricorn is the energy of of the boss. So there's many different ways in which uh, this energy is is kind of influencing the moon on a collective sense i have spoken before also about capricorn moons also sometimes feeling just a little bit energetically heavy because when the moon is in capricorn it's in you know it's in a bit of detriment it's not really in its um happiest placement and capricorns can often overwork themselves to avoid you know feelings of emptiness loneliness depression you know there can be a lot that's sort of bubbling under the surface of Capricorn that Capricorn sometimes feels uncomfortable with so you might be feeling that too you might just be feeling a bit off for the first few days of this week there's many different ways in which this Capricorn moon uh, will be playing out 
And then we come to Wednesday. So the moon actually moves into Aquarius, uh, preparing for the full moon phase on Tuesday afternoon. And then very early Wednesday morning, we have the full moon in Aquarius. So I want to talk a little bit about the Aquarius and Leo polarity, because it's one I find very, very interesting. These are two signs that on the surface appear worlds apart. But when you look at it a little bit deeper, there's a lot of similarities that they share. I like to think of Aquarius sometimes as the introverted Leo because Aquarius can be very, very dramatic like Leo can, but in a more introverted internal way, whereas Leo has a tendency to be a more externally dramatic sign. Um, But there is also, you know, the quiet Leo, as I've spoken about before, that is very, very different to the stereotypical, loud, you know, attention-seeking, ego-focused Leo character that we all know well. Um, And so there are more similarities to these signs, I guess, than, you know, first meets the eye. And what these two signs have... um, to teach each other because any time there's a polarity there is lessons to be learned by trying to balance the energy of two signs is that they both have a lot of love to give it's just where they place the love that you know sometimes can leave them out of balance with leo if there's too much love for themselves and that's you know they fall into a tendency for sort of egocentric egotistical very self-centered behavior that's obviously on the very extreme spectrum of um, you know the more negative aspects of the sign that's where they kind of fall out of balance and they're more in the shadow and Aquarius on the other hand wants to give love to the community to those around them to other people and if they do that too much and leave their cup too empty they then fall into the shadow side of Aquarius, which is sort of that resentfulness and that extreme kind of um, extreme behavior for attention and just, you know, being um, being random and being weird just to kind of, you know, polarize themselves from other people. So the lessons that these two signs have is about bringing that love and that affection and that caring and that tenderness more into the middle they both need to remember that you know in order for this polarity to balance that needs to be a bit more centered so Leo really can learn from Aquarius to be less self-focused you know to make sure they're giving love not just to themselves which is obviously very important and Leos do do this very well and this is something we can all learn from Leo but to make sure that they're also giving it to those around them as well and Aquarius can learn from Leo to shine some of the love and light that they want to give to everyone, to the community, to their friends, to the people that they care about, and remember to turn some of that inwards to themselves. So this is something for you to think about, (laughs) maybe not at four in the morning or Wednesday morning, but you know, within the next few days that the full moon is at its strongest point, this is usually the energy that these two signs are asking of us. And so I always like to think, you know, think about this and just try and balance it as an Aquarius myself. And given that also we've got Venus in Leo, Venus is retrograde. So it is a time where we're reflecting about love, we're reflecting about our relationships, we're reflecting about the way that we interact with people. 
and now we have this extra full moon energy sitting there as well so really it's just about spending a bit of time i mean these things might just come up naturally but if you're if you're wanting to do some reflecting upon this full moon that's where i would be you know focusing my energy on where am I giving too much where am I giving too little how can I sort of get the balance right we actually have a pretty big day on Wednesday because we have two other aspects happening so there's going to be a lot of energy floating around on Wednesday if you're feeling a little bit more than you usually would on a full moon it might be because we also have Mars the planet of action and drive trining Jupiter which is the planet of luck and expansion so trines are nice uh, aspects as I've mentioned before Mars has just moved into Virgo Jupiter is in Taurus they're both earth signs so there's a nice harmony between these two planets so you've got a little bit of extra luck and drive around anything that you want basically you know a particular area where you maybe are looking for a little bit of luck and drive you know that that energy is really nice on Wednesday. Full moons usually are all about releasing. So they're not really the time to start things new. That is more the the new moon, but it's a good time to just, you know, maybe have the vision, maybe let the seeds start to be planted, watering those seeds, thinking about, you know, the next steps. You've got that really, really nice energy of Mars and Jupiter there as well. Um, and it's time to sort of believe in yourself, you know, mark out, I guess, the plan of what you want to do and then go forth, you know, once we get into the new uh, new moon cycle. A little bit of a harder aspect that we have coming in sort of Wednesday afternoon is Mercury is going to sit opposite Saturn. So Mercury has just moved into Virgo. That happened last week. And Saturn is in Pisces, so they're opposite signs. So again, we're balancing a polarity on Wednesday of another two, two different signs. So Mercury is the planet of communication, of learning, etc. It's in its home sign in Virgo, so it is, you know, it's fully functioning to its best. But it's sitting opposite Saturn, which is retrograde, and Saturn is the planet of, you know, hard lessons, karma, of things maybe not going to plan so there's a heavier energy when anytime there's sort of a, a aspect to Saturn especially as Saturn is retrograde Saturn's in Pisces so it's it's some confusing energy so just you know watch how you communicate watch how you're speaking with others watch how others are speaking with you if it feels like there's blocks to the way you're trying to work through things, get through things, learn things, etc., that's going to be the energy whilst Mercury is opposing Saturn. Um, but, you know, just being aware of that energy is enough in itself. It's going to feel a lot because there's a lot of aspects happening on Wednesday. So just go with it. But yeah, watch watch the way you communicate watch the way that others are you know interacting with you there's likely to be that sort of saturnian influence which sometimes can be telling us something that we can't see especially when it's in a sign like pisces that is very intuitive so yeah wednesday's a really big one 
And then for the rest of the week, we first have a Pisces moon and then the moon will move into Aries. So when the moon's in Pisces, it's a very sensitive, watery, emotional, dreamy, intuitive, romantic time. Pisces is a lot of things. There's a lot of things going on Um, and we can be feeling any one of those things or all of those things. It will really depend, you know, collectively where we're sitting after we've just hit that full moon uh, and you know individually also like where we're sitting Uh, Pisces is a water sign and the moon obviously is ruled by cancer another water sign so it's a nice energy for the moon Um, but there is also the potential for the Neptunian fog which is that energy of sort of delusion and you know not necessarily seeing things as clearly as they are so that's just something to be aware of for the latter end of the week things might feel a bit foggy a bit hazy they might seem overly romanticized you know a bit dreamy but as soon as the moon moves into Aries the fog might clear and you might think hmm that's not how it appeared to me a couple of days ago. That's the energy of Pisces. And then to rule out the end of the week, we have the Aries moon. So Aries is the beginning of the zodiac. Aries is a fire sign, you know, and it's all about action and drive and moving forward. It's ruled by Mars, the planet of, you know, forward movement of direction of um, action. So moon and Aries it's very, very fiery. We can be quick with our temper. We can feel impatient. We can just want to get things done. We don't want to think about it. We just want to do it. So moving from Pisces to Aries is always an interesting <laughs> time, especially with the moon. Um, and this, this is obviously an energy that we feel pretty strongly collectively. So yeah, ending the week on an Aries moon might mean you know you feel a bit scrambled from from all the goings on of this week you might feel irritable you might just feel like okay I'm ready for next week you might just feel really annoyed you might be having a bit of a full moon hangover and take it out in you know an Aries way of maybe being a bit reckless or being sort of quick to temper there's a lot of different ways of how this can play out you also might just be like super chill and and whatever and and not really care too um but yeah that's how we're going to wrap out this week and next week i'll talk to you a little bit about all the planets that are retrograde because we have six out of ten planets retrograde at the moment so there is a heavy retrograde energy which you might be feeling too which is always nice to slow things down a bit but yeah that's it for this week and i will speak to you next week bye